Welcome back, everybody, to part two of Divisional Playoff NFL Football. This is Jeff. I got my man Brady here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to part two. Fantastic. On a January 10th, 2020. Where as we, everyone is sick. At, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as we are gearing up, sick or not, for a, another wonderful weekend of football, we had an episode earlier this week talking about the two games that will be happening tomorrow. Yep. Uh, Saturday. Uh, what we're going to focus on today, though, is we're going to really hone in onto the two games that are going to be Sunday, Sunday which is going to be the Houston Texans at the Kansas City Chiefs and the Seattle Seahawks really bearing down on the cold there at the frozen tundra in oh, Green no. Bay, Wisconsin at Lambeau Field against the Packers. Hey. So let's get started talking about the Texans and the Chiefs. All righty, let's do it. Two really, really good football teams. Two teams that heavily rely on passing the football. We talked a lot uh, the other day, and we saw last weekend the differences in all these different teams that are that are in the playoffs right now. Uh, with the Minnesota Vikings specifically, and the Titans, where they're very run heavy. You have Dalvin Cook, you have Derrick Henry. Even the Niners have a very good uh, running back committee. We talked about, and then of course, the number one rushing offense in the entire NFL this season, the Baltimore Ravens. But when you look at the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs, they have very good role-playing type running backs. Yep. They have Duke Johnson, the Texans have, um, you know, Kansas City Chiefs have Damian Williams. But then you also have quarterbacks here in Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes, where they've they've both thrown for an awful lot of yards. Um Mahomes for a little over 4,000. Deshaun Watson, about 3,900 yards. A lot of touchdowns, not a lot of interceptions. So, uh, I definitely expect this to be a shootout. Little run game here and there. Probably a lot of screens, a little dump-offs to the running back to keep them involved in the game because they are dynamic players. But definitely expecting a shootout here between Watson and Mahomes. And I don't know if you can tell, but um, I am like sick right now. I just got sick on like Thursday, and you can probably still hear it. So I'm probably not going to be talking as much as I usually do, <laughs> but I'll try. It's good. He filled in for me. He talked a lot more than what he normally does when I was feeling it. I'm uh, I'm feeling a little better today, but I'll I'll probably do most <laughs> of the talking. But he's here cool. in spirit. Yep. And ready to give input when he wants. Whenever we're like before we started this, we're like we're just going to get this over with because we're both sick. <laughs> But we can't let fans go, uh, and it's it's always fun to talk about the sport of football, which yep. is the greatest sport in the world. So, um, but the Houston Texans, you know, they have they have a, a very good defense, especially with JJ Watt back on the field last week, looking like himself, um, coming off the edge, really strong. That torn neck <clears throat> that he had really did not slow him down much. I know after last week's game, he said he played a lot more snaps than what he expected. But he felt really, really good doing it, and he looked good too. He helped turn that team around uh, with that uh, that third down sack last weekend, uh, which helped start driving the Texans towards success in the rest of that game. Ultimately, coming up with the win. Um, not a lot of injuries, though. Honestly, with e- with either of these teams, they're both relatively healthy, which is amazing for the sport. Um, you know, this late in the season, you know, essentially the second round of the playoffs. And they, they both do not have a lot of injuries. One that I will note for the Texans is Will Fuller. Um, opposite star wide receiver of DeAndre Hopkins uh, is going to be a game-time decision. 
Okay, so we all know, and if you if you're a fan of football or you you pay attention to different teams other than your own favorite, um, Will Fuller is very important to this offense. If they do not have him, which I'm sure they're planning for because he's been hit or miss all season, honestly for the last couple of years. Um, but they're a completely different offense when he's on the field. He, that he can stretch the field while Hopkins does his intermediate routes. Um, he great hands, great possession wide receiver as well. So with that weapon possibly not being at the disposal for Watson against the Chiefs is tremendous. Mm-hmm. This can be an absolute game breaker for them, in my opinion. Um, and then on the flip side, when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, you got Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. You got Mahomes, and then you bring up a great, great point here in Kelsey. The dude is not a tight end. He's a bona fide star wide receiver. Okay, he might be on, on the depth chart. He might be a tight end. He's a much bigger type of receiver. But when you look at his stats, he honestly has better numbers than DeAndre Hopkins. He's what? got. He aver- he averages about an extra yard and a half per catch. Then again, like it is because um, is. Oh, I, I keep thinking that, like, DeAndre Hopkins is the QB. <laughs> um, Kelsey, though, has about 100 yards more, two less touchdowns, but he's an amazing weapon to Patrick Mahomes. He is. And Tyreek Hill, too. And, and when you pair Kelsey with Tyreek Hill, and then the rookie, McCall Hardman, being able to be that absolute speedster, like just like Tyreek Hill, their offense is fast and furious. Yeah. Kelsey, for a tight end, has a lot of speed, amazing hands, and he's a monster. You think of kind of an opposite of George Kittle. They're both very, very key integral pieces of the offense for their team. And I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like like people expected more out of Tyreek Hill from what he's playing right now. I don't know if that's just me or like that. I could see. I could definitely see that. I could. He, there's a lot expected from Tyreek Hill because of his speed. You know, he had a breakout year about two years ago. I'd say wasn't he like the breakout star or something? He was. Um, he's got amazing hands, amazing speed. If he can get behind the defenders, um, I think he can have a really, really good day. And that's and that's a key po- a key component of this game. I think. Is can Pat Mahomes hit Tyree Kill in those long bombs? Maybe because if that if he can get behind that defense, the Texans secondary is not fantastic. They're not super super great against passing offenses, and we know that's exactly what Kansas City is. So if he can get the ball to Tyree Kill on some long shots, which we know Andy Reid and the Chiefs are not afraid to take shots downfield. That can definitely break this game open. Mm-hmm. And then you have the underneath routes with Kelsey, Damian Williams coming out of the backfield, Hardman on his slants and short routes that can take the ball far. <clears throat> I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of torn, honestly, on whether I think it's going to be a close one or it's going to be a soul crushing defeat for the Texans. I completely disagree with you. I'm taking the Texans on this one. Because it's Sean Watson that's the QB, right? That's right. Okay. Um, because I think 
the Deshaun Watson. I think if he plays good, and also J.J. Watt, um, I feel like if they both play good, now I, I do know that um, Watson is on the offense and Watt is on the um, defense, but I feel like if they both play good, they both could have, um, I wouldn't say an easy win. It's definitely going to be close. Uh, might even go into overtime, but, like, yes, yeah, I'm taking the Texans on this one. I mean, if, <clears throat> I mean, you can never count the Texans out with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Um, he's proven that from his college days at Clemson coming in, and especially last week when everybody thought they were down and out, and he just finds a way to turn games around. That's amazing. Um, they're both very mobile quarterbacks with Mahomes and Watson. Um, they can both make plays on their, with their feet to extend drives if they need to. The, the, the offense is going to dictate how many points get put on the board, of course, which makes sense, right? That's exactly how it goes. And Kansas City, I think, is just a lot more difficult to be stopped. And I say that because the way that the Kansas City Chiefs defense has been playing has been phenomenal. If they played this way last year, they would have been in the Super Bowl without a shadow of a doubt. You what did they face last year? They lost against the Patriots in overtime because the oh. Patriots got the ball to start overtime. They scored, and Pat Mahomes never got a chance to come on the field. Oh. But... This season's different. Offense, just as good as last year. You know, Mahomes didn't throw up 50 touchdowns. He's got 26 on the year. But the offense is playing great. They're playing strong, very smart football. I think Mahomes only has four or five interceptions this year. He's playing very, very smart with the ball. But the defense, especially with who could be defensive player of the year, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, back there all over the place at safety at linebacker he's up on the line of scrimmage a lot he's all over the field playing unbelievable football probably the best football in his entire career is going to be that game changer on the defensive side of the ball this is something that the texans haven't really seen a whole lot of and the way that chris jones is playing and the rest of that chief's defense if they can contain DeAndre Hopkins. Now, it's going to be different if Will Fuller's in, but I really don't think he's going to play. And if he does, it's going to be more of a decoy. But if they can slow him down, I think that defense is strong enough to get a couple three and outs, a couple really good spots for the offense to maybe have a short field, and Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Eric Bieniemy, that offensive coordinator, are going to take shots down the field and, and have big chances here. As long as Mahomes is smart with the ball, I I can honestly see this game being like a 34-21 Maybe. Kansas City Chiefs win. To me, that's a big win, especially in the playoffs, especially after what we saw last week with the two games in overtime really close. The games that didn't go into overtime were really close. But I would say I'm going to take the Chiefs 34-21. I don't know if I really actually have a score for this one, but I do know it's just going to be a close game. That's all That's all I know. We can hope for it, right? We can hope that these games this weekend are as good as last weekend because that was some amazing football to watch. Yes, it was. It was, indeed. <laughs> so. <clears throat> now we move on to the main event. The main event. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks. And. Russell uh, Wilson. And good old decaf Metcalf. I mean DK Metcalf. I hope you guys heard that on the right on the on a TV a couple of weeks ago. Announcer calling DK Metcalf decaf. 
Um, <clears throat> but the Seattle Seahawks travel into Green Bay. Now, here's here's an interesting little story, okay? And Marshawn, don't forget Marshawn. We were at home watching this the, the Seahawks and Eagles game last weekend. Yes, we were. And uh, we got we got Brady Man here. That's a Seahawks fan. Yeah. My right. my dad is a Packers fan. And uh, about two, about two years ago, my brother and I took took our dad to Lambeau Field for the first time in his life. We did a stadium tour. We hit all the hot spots up before game day. Uh, it was a great time. My dad and I went back to Lambeau last year, and there was nothing like good old Lambeau Field. And. Uh, Brady hasn't been to a pro game yet. We I tried playing a one earlier this year, just didn't pan out. Um, I've been to quite a few, so we're, we're definitely have ones on the books for next season to get to. Uh, it'd be cool. We're thinking about actually going to Seattle Falcons in Atlanta next, next year. year. Maybe we'll do an episode from the hotel room. Maybe. Um, if we can, <clears throat> of course. If we, we can. can. But uh, so we were thinking, I was thinking anyway, I was trying to keep it a surprise just in case it happened. But I was watching the Seahawks and Eagles game, and I'm thinking, wouldn't it be amazing if we can get myself, Brady, my dad, and all head up to Lambeau for this game to see the Seahawks and Packers because there is nothing like playoff football in Lambeau Field in January. I would love to go. <laughs> and it was the plan, but, you know, you got school that throws a wrench in things and all that, all kinds of stuff. And everyone, I feel like everyone here is going to agree with me. Do you think kids that go to school and people that work on a daily job should have Super Bowl Monday off? It should be a national holiday. It should be. Right? It's probably, you know, it's probably more... Because I remember seeing that commercial. More said, like, like than, than some other holidays or actual holidays. I keep seeing, like, commercials on TV that says, like, hashtag Super Monday. That just, like, t- that says, like, take, like, Super Bowl Monday off. You gotta... You got that's the thing, right? Everybody watches the Super Bowl, or you like football well, or not. It's just you have parties. You have parties because at least one person that you know like football. But anyway, so we're thinking, and then it, so ultimately, end of the story though, it didn't pan out. So what we planned it instead is uh, my parents are coming down to our place. Basically, a mini Super Bowl party. We're gonna throw pretty much a non Super Bowl party. We're gonna put our ginormous TV. It's not that big, but it's still pretty big. In the room we just had built, like, a few months ago. And like, we're just going to, like, stay up and watch the game. We're going to have some good food. Yes, we are. Some good family fun. I'm pretty sure me and you are just going to go to the store, aren't we? Yeah. And then <laughs> we're going to watch the Seahawks and the Packers. Woo! We did this a couple of years ago. We went up to my parents' really? house when the Falcons played Green Bay in the NFC Championship game, the year that Atlanta went to the Super Bowl and lost. Oh, uh, but we I went up there <clears throat> to watch Green Bay and Atlanta. And uh, so we're, we're doing it. We're shifting the venue back to our place here. And no one laughed. Just to have some, lost. just to have some fun, you know. But uh, definitely looking forward to it. Absolutely. Spend time with family. Um, but so we're, we're all looking forward to this game. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. I think it has the potential to be a game that people watch for a very long time. And um, one of my like, if you guys remember from last episode or episode before, um, one of my little brothers, he's actually a Rams fan, but the other one is actually a Packers fan. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Um, we got two Packers fans, um, and then we have a, uh, Falcons. Actually, I'll just say all the teams that we have like here. We have Rams, Seahawks, Falcons, Dolphins, and Packers. It's a crazy family here. Yeah. There's, there's like literally like no people that have the same team in our family. But everybody has their own opinion. That's true. All right, we're all individuals. 
So we're going to watch this game. We definitely And are. this game, like I said, has the potential to be a killer game for many, many years to come. Because you have Russell Wilson that played college ball in Wisconsin. He knows what it's like to play in cold weather. You have Green Bay, of course. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Most of that defense. We got Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch. You're used to. They're used to playing in this kind of weather. We are. You're not. Oh. Green Bay is. Oh. The reason I say that though <clears throat> is because the folks at Lambeau Field are actually trying to hire people right now to shovel out the stadium for twelve bucks an hour. Really? To get it ready for the game because they got a snowstorm. So this game you're gonna have, and the Lambeau Field is interesting. If you ever, if you're curious about what's underneath that field as far as heating goes, go check it out on their website because we did a stadium tour a couple of years ago of Lambeau. They talked about the heating system and the coil system that's under the field to de-ice it and everything else. It's phenomenal, but um, it's gonna be cold. It's going to be wet because of the snow and the ice lingering around there. So you got they're going to have to hold on to the football. They can't be careless. Uh, but you have two great quarterbacks. You got Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers going head-to-head. Not the first time. No. And it's always they always put on a show. But then again, Aaron Rodgers this year, he only like picks it up whenever it's like the, like the last two quarters. Yes. He, does, he, has, he has been a little slow the last couple of weeks. Um, Russell's always been like playing his best though. Russell's like very steady, right? Russell's very steady in the way that he plays his game. That's pretty calm. What they're gonna have to do is typically you think of Russell, Russell Wilson, great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback. And when you think of the the phrase or the term great quarterbacks, you think of passing. I truly believe that this game is gonna be a ground and pound type of game. I don't think that because I've never heard of it before. <laughs> You're gonna have Marshawn Lynch. Yep. Devontae Adams. And what's the other guy's name? Robert Turbin. Maybe uh, Travis Homer. I am going to say Travis Homer. Maybe they'll put Turbin in there too. But you're going to have these guys trying to control the ground. On the other side, you got Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Great running back this season. Coming out of the backfield, whether it's running, catching screens, dump off passes, whatever it may be. Those guys are going to be the ones controlling this game. There is so much exposure on Metcalf after the breakout game he had last week against the Eagles. The defense the defense is going to truly focus on taking him out. Here's the key to this. And and I know Green Bay is the, the defense has been playing really really well. They cannot forget about Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. Because Tyler Lockett statistically has been a better receiver than Devontae Adams this year. In yards, in catches, in uh, yards per catch, touchdowns, he's up there. Yeah. So they cannot forget about Tyler Lockett. And then, of course, Jacob Hollister, I mean, he's come out of nowhere to be a very solid option for Russell Wilson when he gets in a jam or he's got to break out of the pocket, which is very, very often. The key thing here is Seattle's defense needs to play like they did last week against Philly where they had seven sacks, they were attacking the quarterback, they need to keep after Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers is also great when you make him get out of the pocket. When he has to improvise and move out of the pocket and make things happen, whether it's 
gaining five, six yards to extend a drive with his feet, throwing the ball some crazy way, shifting his entire body. Rodgers can do that. But the more you can keep him out of his true comfort zone, which is giving him a ton of time to just analyze your defense real time, that that is going to dictate this win. This is going to be one of those games where it's going to come down to a field goal, I think. And it's going to come down to a last-second field goal. That whoever has the ball last is going to win it. Now, I'm going to say, bless you, I'm going to say that if I had to choose right now that if I get one final drive in this football game, which quarterback do I want? It would have to be Russell Wilson. Thank you. Russell Wilson has been showing up and showing out every single time there's a final two-minute drive to go for the win. Almost every single game that they have had this year that they won was by a single drive. And Russell Wilson was the one leading that drive up. Aaron Rodgers, that's typically his M.O. He typically can just stay calm as can be. He gets that final drive together. If he has the ball in his hands, you know they're going to score. He hasn't been so Aaron Rodgers-esque this season. That has been Russell's M.O. this season, where if he's got a minute or two left, that's way too much time for Russell. That's going to be the key to their win. It's going to be use those running backs. You got to beat up that Green Bay Packer defense. You got to tire them out. Keep Rodgers off the field. But the that defense needs to step up against Aaron Rodgers. Yep. If Clowney doesn't show up and have a game, Quandry digs in the back. He's healthy again. He's looking good. Um. Griffin, if he if he can't if they're having him travel with Adams or Rome, it all depends what that defense is going to do. But they need to shut down at least Devontae Adams, and that doesn't mean Lazard either, because Lazard's been going off, you know, here and there every other every every week or two uh, throughout the season. So the defense is going to be key for Seattle to win this game. The offense, I don't think you really even have to worry about. Russell will put something together. Metcalf, him and Metcalf are creating a great team, a great duo right now. They're really starting to feel each other. Tyler Lockett's always going to be Tyler Lockett. You can depend on that guy. But that defense needs to step up. Green Bay's defense is solid. Between Zadarius and Preston Smith that they that they grabbed in the offseason, um, the rest of the linebacking core up front, they're all playing really good football. The offense, in my opinion is where they need to pick it up if they want to pull off this win. If they're going to pull off this win, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to be the old Aaron Rodgers. He's going to have to be able to pick apart that Seattle defense. Which, honestly, over the last couple of weeks, people have been able to do. So they need to be able to mix stuff up, mix stuff up throw some different uh, zone reads in there, get some blitzes going, and put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I think this has the potential to be... You know, a 16-13 game. This is going to be a very, very tight football game, especially with the weather. I think with the weather, it goes in Green Bay's favor a little bit. That's why it's so dangerous to play in Lambeau in January. But this isn't the same Green Bay Packers we've seen. Nope. They are a 13-3 and football team. Don't get them wrong. That's a very, very good football team. But it's not the Packers of all. You got Matt LaFleur leading the crew. 
you still got a Aaron Rodgers at the helm, so you always got a shot to win. But the key component to the Seattle winning this football game is going to be the defense. If they if the defense can pull it together, I have Seattle winning this football game. It's going to be tight. We need our defense to be better though, because you can't just like run into someone and just expect them to fall like last game. If Seattle's defense doesn't show up with an MVP style defense, an All Star type of defense, I expect the Packers to pull out a tight win. I disagree. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know who to pick in this one. I do. Seahawks. Be- because it's and you can say that and that's fine because you could be right. I am right. <clears throat> but. I think if the defense shows up like they did against Philly, Green Bay is going to pull out the win. Oh, yeah, that's only for defense is bad, though. Because Packers' defense is going to be able to keep Russell Wilson and that offense in this environment to under 20 points. Maybe. Aaron Rodgers and an offense, they could potentially throw up 30 if they need to. <laughs> throw up. 30. But that's my take on that game. I don't even know, like I said, I can think of like a you know, 13-10, 16-13 type of score. I really don't know who it is. If I need to pick one, just because I need to make up for my differences of our record last week, I'm going to go with Green Bay. You're taking the Seahawks. Yep. What do you think on a C? You think it's going to be tight? Yeah. Of course, because... Seahawks and the Packers, both teams could have been playing better this year, but still did amazing. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's definitely going to be a close game. You taking like a field goal or a touchdown difference? I'm going to say like I'm going to say touchdown, which like actually I'm going to give a score for this one. I'm going to say both teams, um, both Seahawks are going to be so in the fourth quarter with like I'd say about like two seconds left. It's going to be, um, like, 26 to 20 Packers. And then we're going to get a touchdown, which is 26-26. And then we get a field goal. and then So the extra point. To, yeah. So, so you're saying a one-point difference I'd say in the probably. final score. Probably. If not, we're That's going into tight. overtime. That'd be pretty interesting. I would like that kind of game. That'd Everyone. be a great game to watch. Are you, are you thinking... Are you thinking the Seahawks are on the one yard line and they finally decide to hand it to Marshawn? Better. <laughs> we lost the and they get, and of they, that. And they get the Pete. win. And they get the win. Pete Carroll and that gum chewing. Jaw of his. <laughs> but those are our Super Bowl because of that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that those are our those are our takes on the two games on Sunday. And sorry these past videos have been like short. We aren't really, like, doing a lot here just because we're talking about, like, two games um, a day. Also, we're pretty sick, too. So, sorry these videos haven't been, like, what they usually are, like, 30 minutes or whatever. So, we got uh, four great games. Just to, just to kind of quick recap this, just to get you ready. Because I know I'm excited. You got two games tomorrow, yeah. two games Sunday. All starting about 4.30 Eastern time. Yeah, you yeah. got the Vikings at the Niners. And then Woo. to finish it off with the Saturday night game. Woo. You got the Titans and the Ravens, and then of course you got Sunday Texans, Chiefs, Seahawks, Packers. Go get this weekend, everybody. Enjoy football. Enjoy your family. Have some fun. Don't make stupid decisions. Be smart, and just love the game of football. Yep. 
So we appreciate you guys all listening. Yep. We'll talk to you next week after these four games to talk about who's going to be in the NFC and AFC championship games and continue on the road to the Super Bowl. We better win. If not, I'm going to cry. <laughs> all right. Appreciate you all listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. Yep. See you.